time enough at last. Submitted for your consideration to sci-fi fans, Sean Majors and Keith Conrad. Rewatch The Twilight Zone from beginning to end. It's like something out of that Twilighty show about that zone. This is Joseph Parody, Confederate Cavalry, as he heads down toward a small town in the middle of a valley. But very shortly, Joseph Paradine will make contact with the enemy. He will also make contact with an outpost not found on a military map, an outpost called the Twilight Zone. Episode number 76 of the Twilight Zone was still Valley, and Sean, we're back in the Civil War. <laughs> Who would have guessed it? I, I think just during the past, you know, what, month, we've we've pretty much run the gamut on things like we've, we've had the old so west we've had the the civil war uh the end of the world um yeah i mean we, we sort of sort of covered everything lately <laughs> my I, I don't know why my brain just it doesn't shut off i'll give every episode a chance but man when we go back to the civil war it's uh you know you're in for one of those episodes where it takes you know, they're really stretching out the entire story because they could have told it in like five, like the passerby could have been told in five minutes. Pretty much. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I've assigned this uh, particular episode to the I Think We're Alone Now trilogy, <laughs> uh, which includes uh, Where Is Everybody? The very first episode. Uh, this yeah. one's Still Valley and uh, Stopover in a Quiet Town, which, sure. we'll, which we'll see in the final season, which is uh, one Soundtrack of my by Tiffany. Exactly. Yes, you, you have to you have to turn on Tiffany while you're while you're watching this. So, so this particular episode is set during the Civil War, and it uh, opens on two Confederate soldiers. Uh, Sean, those were the bad guys. <laughs> those were the bad guys. Uh, so they're scouting the Union Army, and they they see it basically march into uh, into a valley, and uh, they hear it, but suddenly everything stops. And uh, so one of them decides to go into the valley to uh, to see what happened. And uh, the the other guy, I, I, I don't think he ever really gives a reason why he just refuses to go. Yeah. Um, which is which is interesting. A, a Confederate coward. Imagine that. I'm <laughs> shocked. Uh, so he goes into town and he finds the Union Army there. Uh, but they're all just like frozen in place. And there's there's actually like one of my favorites is there's a guy who's like tossing a barrel and it's like in mid, yeah. mid flight. <laughs> that, that, I always uh, liked that one. Uh, so he tries to wake them up, which is odd because you'd think he would not want the uh, the uh, the Union soldiers to wake up because I, I don't know if you um, if you knew this or not, Sean, the uh, Union Army uh, tended to win when. Uh, they they came in contact with the Southern Army. I that actually did not hit me that he was so taken aback by them just be, being frozen that he pretty much risked uh, risked his life to uh, hey hey enemy enemy you awake huh huh <laughs> what's wrong why, why aren't you guys moving this episode's so weird Confederate soldier right here why why weren't why aren't you shooting me. <laughs> Hold on, let me go get a let me go get a shirt with a target on it, and I'll be back. <laughs> it's like in uh, Futurama. There, there's a uh, they they find a uh, an animal called a striped zoologist taunter. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good show, man. It's a good show. <laughs> they, they just they just walk around going, "What are you gonna do? Shoot me?" 
I, I forget where where that comes into place. I, I think it's in one of the movies, but uh, so you know, I another sure. a, another random movie recommendation from uh, Time Enough at Last. Uh, watch uh, Futurama uh, Into the Wild Green Yonder. I believe that was, that was the one. By the way, if I could shoehorn this in, I think we're alone now. Is also a phenomenal documentary about creeps stalking Tiffany when she was a teenager. Oh, that makes sense. Yes. I, I would imagine uh, Tiffany has some uh, some interesting stories to tell about uh, people like that. I mean, she sang in malls for the better part of her life. I'm sure she's got a <laughs> library of those stories. So eventually, uh, our our I don't want to say our friend, the Confederate soldier. <laughs> eventually, this doofus who's who's fighting for slavery, uh, he runs across a man named Teague, who claims to be uh, a, a witch man. And it uh, says that he's responsible for these soldiers being frozen, and uh, mm-hmm. he used his, uh, his his witch man powers to do it. Do you think that they didn't know of the term warlock, and they couldn't call him a witch, because that's what dumb women are called? <laughs> and I'm in the 60s, so he's a witch man. Uh, that could be. It could also be that he's uh, he's a Confederate sympathizer, so he's kind of dumb, so he probably didn't know <laughs> Oh my god, this episode is so weird. <laughs> it, it is pretty weird. So uh so the Teague, uh which what the hell kind of name is Teague anyway? I mean <laughs> I, I had a friend whose last name was Teague. That makes sense. I mean maybe I just assumed it was his last name. Okay, okay if it's his last name, I'll I'll give him credit on that one because because that it's a perfectly cromulent last name. Maybe his name uh, is Teague I mean, Teague like Mario Mario. Or or yeah, Teague Teague like uh, Lenny Leonard on The Simpsons. So. <laughs> so the other guy is called Dogger, and the only the only thing that I had in my head every time they said his name was Don't Call Me Daughter by Pearl Jam. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. And uh, how it would be a very uh, niche uh, song for Weird Al to do. Um, oh, wow. Pearl that Jam would fans be. and Twilight Zone fans. Although now, now every time I hear the Pearl Jam song, Daughter, I'm going to think, don't call me Dogger. Don't call me Dogger. It um, works. Yeah, it, it does. So uh, so Dude does not believe Teague. So Teague actually uh, casts a spell on him to make him frozen. And uh, while, he, while he's frozen, he actually explains everything. And he, ac- he asks uh, uh, uh What's his name to, to blink if he understands him? So I guess that means that all of the Confederate soldiers or the, the Union soldiers that were frozen could actually still tell what was going on. Yeah, um, I guess they could. And I mean, Teague better hope that doesn't just wear off. So, yeah, uh, like, you know, it, it seems like now the uh, the big it, it's all the rage that whatever magic you're doing only uh, takes effect while you're concentrating on that thing. Of course, I, I'm not sure if it started with Harry Potter or, or if it, if it was somewhere else, and Harry Potter just used it too. But um, uh, that's that's definitely been a thing in pop culture lately. Probably not in the '60s when this was written, but uh, yeah, if if you distracted him, maybe suddenly all the Union soldiers wake up and free the slaves. And it's, who it's wants possible. that? It's possible it could happen because our uh, entry point to this episode is the Confederate Army. Who aren't painted as that bad of guys, <laughs> and we'll get no, there. No, it, it's the a, it's a little gone with the windish in that uh, you know, 
we, we don't actually see much of the Union uh, soldiers, so we can't say they're bad like in Gone with the Wind. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, they, they are definitely the the protagonists of this story. The, the I'm, I'm surprised. Uh, oh God, I forget her character, Butterfly McQueen from <laughs> Gone with the Wind. I was I was expecting her to show up. Uh, she could have, by the way, when I was at Dragon Con, uh, over Labor Day weekend, yeah. uh, there was actually some, some person in line, there was somebody in line at registration who was cosplaying as Mammy from Gone with the Wind. That is a deep cut. Very it, interesting. It is. Yes. Wow. And especially, especially Atlanta, which, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. When, when I was living in in, uh, in Atlanta, my girlfriend at the time and I went to a Halloween party and I dressed as uh, Sherman. Um, so, so, so somewhere, I, I I don't know where, but somewhere there's actually a picture of me like dressed as Union soldier with like a a, a, a beard and holding oh, a torch. That's fantastic. Yeah. That is people absolutely fantastic. People either thought that was hilarious or they wanted to kill me. Yeah, so, <laughs> I was there's no little ground in that one not too many people to uh <laughs> I, would, I would expect at least half of them just not to get it you basically yeah <laughs> you know they, they they didn't quite get the because i had my hand it like in stuffed in my in my jacket the whole time yeah you know like sherman um <laughs> and uh yeah I, I would say about half the people I, I don't think there was anybody who didn't get it. I think everybody either thought it was hilarious or they wanted to kill me. Uh, no, no middle ground on that. That takes guts. Well done. <laughs> so uh, Confederate dude asks uh, Teague why he uh, why he hasn't done this, uh, you know, to the rest of the Union Army, the, the evil uh, Union Army, uh, you know, to win the world, to win the war. And he says that it's because he's dying. And so he gives uh, he gives uh, the the book of spells to the dude and says uh, he should use it. Uh, but when he when he actually flips through the book, uh, he sees that uh, you have to re- align yourself with Satan. And let me tell you, dude is ready to to fire some muskets to to keep slaves. But do you, do you say you want to align with Satan? And that's too much for him. It's too much for him, but it's not an immediate deal breaker for his lieutenant or his sergeant, whatever. No, so he does take the book with him, and uh, you know, eventually the uh, you know his 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 superior officer. I, I assume he's an officer. I didn't, didn't see his rank. I don't want to bust rank on the on the. No, on the of guy. course, of course. Uh, wants him to to do it, and by the way, I would point out he doesn't say, "Hey, give me the book. I'll do it." Yeah, he encourages the guy to do it. No, you can still. Yeah, it's not like Teague alone can you know access the powers just because he spoke to the to the witch man for for three minutes. Um, I assume anybody can read this as long as they you know pledge fealty to the devil and do something else that we find out he has to do. Right. Yeah. So so he uh, he reads a little uh, reads a little. you know, further in the terms of service. And uh, he realizes that uh, not only are you aligning yourself with the devil, but you must renounce the, the name of God. And, and again, fighting to keep other human beings as property, mm-hmm. totally fine. Totally fine. But, but that's, that's a step too far for him. 
which I mean, I guess uh, preaches to the uh, intelligence level that, that we probably see from uh, the most folks uh, in the Confederacy. Um, wouldn't you want to renounce? I mean, if you're going to praise the name of the devil, you're essentially renouncing God anyway. And yeah. you're going to be fighting with the devil who loses every at every step of the way to the big guy upstairs. <laughs> Yeah, I mean um, that, that 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 sort of hit, that's sort of what he does. So why don't you just renounce him anyway, and then move on, and then so you can keep people who don't look like you as your property. Everybody wins except for the people being kept as property. Uh, which, which by the way, the superior officer says that uh, the devil is the only one that can help them. Which <laughs> I I can't argue with him. You got to really examine where you are in life if that true statement is coming out of your mouth. Yeah, it seems like you've made a wrong turn somewhere. I, I I'm just saying. Like maybe, this, maybe maybe you need to reevaluate things. So they make a decision, right? Uh, yes. Ultimately, they decide to throw the book in the fire and uh, decide, hey, let's uh, let's fight the war the old-fashioned way. Because they're such stand-up guys. <laughs> they're not going to bring the devil and God into this. They're just going to risk, try to murder you and risk their own lives and the lives of their countrymen to uh, keep other people as property. Yes. Yeah. But, but again, they, they draw the line somewhere. And apparently we have them to thank for uh, the, the eventual emancipation of uh, of uh, the slaves yes. and, and, and everything because... Uh, uh, the next day they go off to Gettysburg and uh, the rest is history. Um, <laughs> like this, this would work if it was a basketball game and not the civil war. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I, I, you know, I, I'm, I, I need to win game seven of the NBA, NBA finals. If I, I don't know if the NBA was the premier league back then, but like, if you know, the, imagine the biggest like sporting contest on the state, like winning an Olympic gold medal or something. Well, Wilson Contreras is given a uh, is given a, <laughs> a, a a book of witchcraft that allows the Cubs to win the World Series in 2016. See, that works. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, like that would work. Um, oh God, this is really bad. Who's the guy that defied Hitler at the Olympics? Uh, Jesse Owens. Jesse Owens. Jesse Owens gets the book. He he puts he he throws the book in the fire. Still beats Hitler. Double whammy. Yeah, see that works too. Yeah, I uh, I'm not sure. You know, I should have uh, looked this up before uh, before we started talking here. Uh, if if Twilight if uh, Rod Serling actually wrote this. Oh yeah. Um, it, it may have been like a, d- a day he was. Uh, you know, maybe he was he was teleplay just kind of that day. It is based on the Valley Was Still by Manly Wade Wellman, which is a heck that of a name. Is, that is one heck of a name. God, that, that if is... I have a son, I'm naming him Manly. <laughs> Man, they they just don't name people the way they used to. Mm-mm. Give me a max power any day. <laughs> So yeah, apparently he wrote the uh, the the teleplay. Listen, they can't all be the monsters are doing Maple Street. It's true. It's very true. Occasionally he's saying, "Hey, you know, look at the look at these Confederate soldiers." I don't know what Rod was thinking there. Usually his moral compass is pretty good, but instead he's got us uh, siding with the uh, he's got us watching the watching the Confederates. Going, hey, aren't he, these good people? 
<laughs> I think the uh, benefit of the doubt is maybe this is the one he wanted back. It, that could very well be. I, I definitely want that one want, want the 20, <laughs> 22 minutes back. On the following morning, Sergeant Paradine and the rest of these men were moved up north to a little town in Pennsylvania, an obscure little place where a battle was brewing, a town called Gettysburg. And this one was fought without the help of the devil. Small historical note not to be found in any known books, but part of the records in the Twilight Zone. Gabatron?